Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 through 7. And today, I'm only going to cover uh, just like a, a portion of Philippians, this, this one verse mostly here. And um, as some of you probably know already, it was written by the Apostle Paul to the Philippi Church. Um, just challenge them to advance the gospel and live in faith and encouraging them to live out their faith. And, and, and there's this one portion about anxiety, um, about anxiety here. And just being, um, these believers were likely under a lot of uh, maybe even um, oppression and persecution. And they were uh, discouraged <clears throat> in this time uh, because of their faith, because of uh, their, their Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ. And they were subject to a lot of um, probably anxiety and stress. And here Paul uh, challenges them with this verse, uh, verse six through seven, it says, um, <clears throat> Do not be anxious about anything, but everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So, and we'll cover the rest of that too, verse there. Um, but I wanted to start off with just uh, saying that our world is a very, um, our society has become a very stressful, a stressed out uh, society and culture and um, where things are just going nonstop and fast paced you know, with we we have many deadlines, right? We have deadlines, we have demands, to do's, um, expectations, standards we have to meet. Um, um, you know, people we have to be, uh, things we have to do, uh, all in the name of like the American dream. You know, and and because of that we've become more stressed. We've become very stressed people, and um, a lot of us have like high blood pressure, right? Some, some of you probably can relate to this, um, to this uh, things that I'm saying, migraine headaches. I get headaches a lot, uh, my wife does as well. And maybe you have uh, insomnia, you have difficulty breathing and concentrating and um, we're stressed. We get back pain, we get irritable bowel <laughs> and there's depression involved and um, people commit suicide. Um, maybe even the stress and anxiety that we have every day and that we carry with us maybe even contributes to cancer even and and and, and very very serious conditions that we develop um, and spiritually speaking as well <clears throat> spiritually speaking we have become uh discouraged as christians as, as believers and we become unmotivated we don't go to church anymore um we're doubtful, we're, we're indifferent to things about God and um, spiritually we start to suffer because of stress and anxiety. But you know, um, I'm not saying that stress causes all of our problems in life, um, but could it be that it's, it can contribute, you know, if you agree with me or not, but it contributes to a lot of these elements and disorders that we have today. Um, it makes our, our pre-existing conditions worse, you know. Um, but uh, I think a lot of these ailments and a lot of these diseases and a lot of these um, um, stressors and, and things in life that we deal with every day can be resolved if we simply 
if we simply address stress and anxiety and worry, because the Bible has a lot to say about it, doesn't it? Um, so, you know, every morning I get up, I get up in the morning and, and sometimes I feel like I get on this, on this treadmill and I just keep running on this treadmill and until I'm exhausted by the end of the day, I just go to bed and I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just out of it, you know? And um, maybe some of you all can remember, can relate to that, right? And um, let me know if you can't hear me, um, just go ahead and, uh, and unmute yourself and let me know if you can't hear me, but I'm just, so let's dive into this uh, verse, um, Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about nothing, anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So there's four things, four things that um, this verse teaches me here. Um, four things. Uh, when I went to Bible college, I was, I was taught and I was trained to be able to uh, decipher some of these verses that I'm reading. And it tells me four things. Um, number one. Uh, anxiety is a, is, and stress is a choice. Anxiety and stress is a choice, okay? And here, the verse starts off with, Paul says, don't be, right? He says, don't be. In other words, um, it says, stop doing it. You know, this verse starts off with a command saying, stop being stressed, stop being anxious. Um, but you know, it tells me that we have made a conscious effort to be stressed out as people. We're, 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 we're consciously making an effort to be stressed and, and thinking about things and overwhelming ourselves. And, <clears throat> you know, a majority of the things that worry us or stress us out, you know, we can't do anything about it some, most of the time. And that I can relate to that myself. Um, I can't change things, and yet I still stress on it. I worry about it constantly, and it's un un it's unfortunate we insist on um, worrying about these things in, in our lives to the point of even exhaustion, and it just pulls all of our energy and our spirit out. So it starts off with "Don't be anxious about anything." Okay, Paul says, "Don't be." It says, he says, "Stop doing it." That tells me that I have the ability to stop stressing. Um, and so number one, anxiety and stress is a choice. That, that's what that verse says, don't be. And number two, <clears throat> God cares about the big and everything in the middle and, and, and small, okay? He, he cares about the big and the small. Every single situation of our lives, he cares about from work to home, your social life, your relationships, your marriage, um, your physical health, your spiritual health, everything, mental health. And he says, don't be anxious about anything. And it says, Paul says, but in every situation, okay, in every situation. So that tells me that God cares about everything in our lives, especially us. He cares about things that happen around us, the people that are around us. He cares about everything that happens with us. He cares about everything that happens within us as well. Um, so all the small worries, all the big worries that we have in life, uh, God, um, 
he that matters to him that matters to him as this verse says to me <clears throat> so um want to fix things on our own maybe you can relate to this some of you on our own strength we want to fix things on our own understanding our own wisdom um how can i uh, how can i remedy this remedy this situation but you know what it's always going to be inadequate if we try to uh, fix things on our own and you know a lot of times we resort to praying to god and asking god for help um, at the last minute won't we <laughs> i do that all the time um, and when we worry constantly we have a lack of reverence for god and we don't really have um we were lacking faith in the lord because of our worry <clears throat> but number one this verse things this verse tells me is anxiety and stress is a choice we have the ability to stop it number two god cares about everything um the big and the small and the number three thing that this verse teaches me is that by prayer and petition you know having thankfulness we have direct access to god um we have direct access to him meaning um you know we have access to god anywhere anytime uh, for whatever reason it says don't be anxious about nothing anything but in every situation by prayer and petition you know so there's this saying that says god's network is the best network we all have cell phones right and there's no roaming charges there's no dead spots and it's always free isn't it um <clears throat> but today i want to challenge you um in this section here is to speak to god throughout your day uh, my, my fellow believers and i've been challenged by this verse a lot um you know from the time that you get out of bed to the time you get back into the bed um, we can, we have an opportunity to be talking to God all day. And we've been misled to believe that prayer is like a situational thing that we only do during certain times of the day. And <clears throat> that because of that, you know, we, we, we feel like prayer, we only pray you know, right in the morning or we only pray um, for lunch, right? Or we pray uh, right before bed or we pray only when prayer is needed. That's what I meant by that prayer is, we've, we've come to believe that prayer is situational. But you know what? Prayer is actually a relational thing. It's relational, meaning that um, <clears throat> the way I speak to my wife, I talk to her all the time because I wanna maintain my relationship with my wife. And that's in the same way when when we need to maintain our relationship with god and that's the only way we can um maintain this connection with him is through prayer so our prayer life should not be situational it should be relational okay so um colossians chapter 4 verse 2 what does that say colossians chapter 4 verse 2 it says devote yourselves to prayer okay Paul was speaking to the church of Colossae and he said, devote yourselves to prayer. Um, <clears throat> we all know how to be devoted to something, right? Um, what are some of the things that you're devoted to doing every day? Some of the habits that you have. <clears throat> um, every day I get up, I take a shower, right? I'm devoted to that. You know, I, I brush my teeth most of the time. <laughs> um, I do my hair, you know, and, um, I'm devoted to taking care of myself. I'm devoted to going to work. Um, 
know, it's something that I do, it has a purpose. There serves a purpose. If I don't brush my hair and do my hair, it's going to be bushy, you know. Um, I do it because it's important to me. And I take a shower because it's important to me. Um, so in that, in that sense, do you value your prayer life? Um, do you devote yourselves to prayer every day? Because <clears throat> if we don't value prayer, we're not going to do it, right? We're not going to do it. If we don't value prayer and take the time to pray to God each and every day. <clears throat> so I, the reason why I'm saying that is um, the only way, the way, how we know that we value prayer is we're going to do it every day because it serves a purpose. And that purpose is it connects us with our creator, our God. Yeah, it does, right? It should be constant. It should be never ending. It should be ceaseless and relentless type of prayer um, all day, every day. So <clears throat> those of you that came in uh, a little late here, uh, we're on um, Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. And I said that. That verse teaches me four things. Um, first one, it was a, anxiety and stress is a choice because it starts off with don't be. Number two, God cares about the big and small and everything in between. Number three, prayer by prayer and petition, we have direct access to God, the creator, our creator. And if we don't pray, we don't pray every day and consistently, constantly, never ending, we will not have connection, okay? Number four thing that this, this verse teaches me is that God knows everything, but still wants to hear from us, doesn't he? Um, <clears throat> at the last part of that verse, it says, um, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Okay, your requests. Notice it doesn't say present your demands. Okay? <clears throat> Pray, we don't make demands, don't we? We, you know, there's teachers out there, um, Bible teachers that teach a name it and claim it type of a gospel. And did you know that when we pray, here's, here's, the, here's the bulk, the big part of my message here. When we pray, we make a transfer of our, of what worries us. Okay. What worries us for what will give us peace. When, repeat that again. When we pray, we make a transfer of what worried us and get peace back. Okay. It's something spiritual that happens when we pray, my people. <clears throat> so we're actually making like a swap for the things that concern us, things that give us anxiety. And God in turn gives us peace. You know, when we pray, God takes on the weight of our concerns. Um, in turn, he gives us something better. You know, when I learned how to pray as a young man, it changed my life. Um, the content of my prayers changed. Um, if it's done right, it's like a transaction that occurs. The physical for the spiritual. And um, I'll explain that a little later more. But in this ministry that the Lord had given me there's been many worries many reasons for me to be worried okay and concerned about things you know people the relationships we have with people 
are some of the heaviest components in our lives. And, and, and like, especially in 2020, I have spoken, I've spoken to a lot of people and prayed with a lot of people that were just stressed out about virus, vaccine, the government, civil unrest, and all of those things <clears throat> carrying all that weight on their, on their, on their minds and on their hearts and their spirit. And, <clears throat> and people are getting anxious about that. There's uncertainty and they're getting sick from it even. Um, even suicidal. And so when when I talk to these people, when I when they share with me their lives and their concern, and they give me, and then what happens is they give me some of that weight on my shoulders. And it kind of gets heavy and burdensome when I counsel people. And 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 I have to have my own coping mechanism at the end of the day. And I have to take off some of that weight and put it down. So and in a sense, we all carry around these bricks on our, some of us have it on, on our, under our arms. Some of us have it in a spiritual backpack. When we worry about stuff, we begin to get heavier and heavier and heavier, and it starts to impact our lives negatively. So emotionally and spiritually, we do that. And when life happens something else happened we get another brick and we put it on us again and when you get another one we put another one on us and pretty soon we just can't carry it anymore we either have a breakdown or you know we something happens we break and um that happened to me in my life but you know when when um when we pray in actuality what we do is we can unload those bricks but let's let's read on further in this verse, this verse that we're reading this morning is called a conditional verse, okay? It's a conditional verse. What does that mean? That means that we do something is going to do a cause and effect over here. Do this, God's going to do this. If we do this, God's going to do that. It's a call a conditional verse. And um, verse... Six says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. That's the if we do, all right? That's the condition. And this is, if we do that, verse seven is going to happen. Verse seven will happen. Verse seven says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. If we do this, this is going to happen. If we give God all our anxieties and our stresses, he's going to give us peace. And that's what I was, um, that's what I was uh, alluding to earlier about this transfer that occurs, this spiritual transaction occurs when we pray when god gives you peace so when we finally at the end of the day when we finally break and we just say god i can't handle this stress anymore it's just too much for me and you finally open up and you trust him and you give him you tell him about it and you say god just take it from me you know what in turn he gives us his his surpassing peace as this verse says 
that surpasses all our understanding, it, it comes upon us spiritually. There's a transaction that happened. When God gives you peace, there's just something mysterious about it. And, and, and that you can't explain it or, or I, when God gives me peace, I can't give that peace to someone else because it's something that's supernatural. When God gives me peace, I can't explain it to someone. Um, when, when my, when my uh, niece, Audrey Lynn, she passed away recently from autoimmune hepatitis. She was only about uh, 30, maybe 30, 31 years old. And she passed away. She had a long 12 year battle with um, liver issues, uh, autoimmune hepatitis. And when she passed away, man, it hurt, it hurt. But we had this peace in God, this um, peace that I, can, I could not explain and I could not give it to anyone else. It's something that God gave me because um, we took it through prayer. And <clears throat> so, if we only pray, if we just make a habit of praying each and every day, God will give us peace. All these worries and stressors in your life that you're dealing with, um, you give that to him and trust him with it. In turn, he's going to give you something better. Okay. Um, and then as we uh, finished up this verse, he says, and the conditional verse here. If we do this, this is going to happen. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. What does that mean? It will guard my heart and my mind. Um, this peace that God gives us, it has a way of protecting me from harmful the harmful effects of anxiety and sin. Okay. I don't know, don't ask me how, but you know, when when God gives me peace, that peace has a way of protecting me from worry and anxiety. It's like a shield. And it and has some way even of producing holiness in, in us. And it protects us from temptation and sin. And worry can be sinful. When we make a habit of worrying and, and daily struggle, and it's, it's, you know, that's an indication of a lack of a relationship with God. And I found that on my own. Um, I was a worry head, a worry wart, and uh, indicated me. I finally found out that I had a lack of connection with my creator, that something was missing. There was a disconnect, a breakdown, you know? So, the peace of God, when, when we get that peace, it's, it's something we can't really understand or even comprehend or give to anyone else, but it has a way of producing holiness in us, and it protects us against sin. It protects us against anxiety and worry. So um, when we finally pray and we give God everything, we lay it at his throne and, and we trust him with our worries and our concerns, we let him begin to orchestrate our lives, our wins, our who's, all the why's, all the how's of our lives, all the where's, you know, um, where am I going to live? 
uh, who am I going to marry? Um, who's going to take care of my child? Uh, when am I going to get an answer for my prayers? Why is this happening to me? Why did I lose my family member? Why is the coronavirus here? Um, how am I going to pay for my bills? How am I going to get healthier? You know, all of these asked questions in our lives. When we pray, you know, I, I, I guarantee you, based on this verse here, that God will take care of it. Um, there's a direct correlation between being constantly worried about things and being in a right relationship with God. So if we're constantly just worried about things and it's overwhelming us and just taking over our lives, that should make us think, okay, am I in the right place with the Lord here today? Simply put, simply put, when we have a right relationship with God, we will worry less, okay? When we have our right relationship with God, we will worry less. And I can testify to that. Prayer is an act of worship. It's an act of worship because it puts God where he needs to be and it puts us where we need to be, where we're humble and we're dependent on him. Um, so I'm pretty much done with this small verse here. And here's the application for us today um, as, as I wrap things up. Uh, turn to Proverbs, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. This is one of my favorite verses. It's a life changer for me. Um, this verse basically changed my life uh, once I just really understood it and I applied it to my life. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct or will direct your paths. This is another conditional verse. Okay, so we all know what conditional verses are now today. We do one thing this is going to happen. We do this, God's going to do this, okay? It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your understanding. To really apply this verse that we learned here today, we need to trust God. Trust is key here. Trusting the God, um, trusting the creator is the key here. It's the prescription for all our uncertainties in life. Um, but to trust God, we need to distrust ourselves first, okay? To trust God, I need to distrust myself first, because what do I know? Um, I'll explain that. You know, what, what are some reasons we don't trust God? You know, um, maybe some of you have, are thinking that now. What are some reasons that you don't trust God? Uh, I have a lot of reasons that I, I fail or um, don't want to trust the Lord. So, you know, maybe one, we don't know him enough. Um, I'm, I'm always impatient too. I'm, I'm, we're impatient. Uh, I like to say two of the most dreaded words in the English language is what? Please wait. <laughs> we don't want to wait for stuff. We want to jump the gun on things and we don't want to wait on the Lord. We want to do things in our own strength right now, you know, the microwave society that we're living in. Or we fear the unknown that some of us don't want to trust God because we're scared of 
of the unknown, right? Um, but when the Bible says, do not lean on your own understanding in this verse, it's being serious because our hearts are deceitful, aren't they? Um, our emotions fluctuate. Our understanding does not see the bigger picture of life, you know? But God never lies, God never changing, God knows everything. So that's a good reason to trust him today. So the verse says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, it says, right? What does that mean by acknowledging God? It means let him take control of your life. Submit to his lordship um, and authority by repenting of your sins, you know, repent of your sins. And here's the outcome. That's the condition. What's the condition in this verse? We need to trust the Lord with all our heart. Don't lean on our own understand, distrust ourselves and all our ways, acknowledge him, submit to him. And if we do these things, what's gonna happen? He shall direct your path at the end. That's the outcome. That's the result of this verse. You know, God's not just going to show the way. He's going to make the way if we simply trust him, my people. Um, so let's turn really quick back to Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. Philippians 4, verse 4. <laughs> Here, Paul, um, this verse is right before the verse that we started with, with the anxiety verse. Paul says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. <laughs> he starts off with that. He says, rejoice, be joyful in the Lord always. And he says, again, he repeats it. Every time something's repeated in the word of God, it must mean something important. It's important. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything. Then it starts off with that verse. So Paul says, we need to be rejoiceful in our lives. So I don't know if um, if some of you might be struggling with um, anxiety and uncertainty here today. Uh, we have all the reason to be, right? We have all the reason to be uh, worried and concerned about things right now, especially in, in, in our pandemic. Uh, we're concerned about our children. We're concerned about ourselves, concerned about our spouses, are concerned about everything. Um, and sometimes all of that overwhelms us and it just takes, overtakes our, our mind. And it's, it, it can even make us sick physically, I believe. You know, high blood pressure, heart disease, um, even cancer and things of that nature. Um, and the Bible, I believe God doesn't want us to live this way. He doesn't want us to live in fear or anxiety or stress. And he wants us to be free of it, people. So I wanted to bring this challenge to you today. Um, as, as, as I uh, review the verse really quick, that do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Um, those four things that it teaches me, anxiety and stress is a choice. And so that means we can stop doing it. 
we have that power to not do it. Um, number two, God cares about everything in your life. Number three, prayer by prayer and petition, petition with thankfulness, we have direct access to God anytime, anywhere, for whatever reason. And if we only do that, his peace is going to overcome us. And that surpasses all understanding. And it's going to guard our hearts and our minds. You know, And it's going to keep us away from stressing, keep us from sin. So I wanted to bring this challenge to you all today, um, uh, my, my, my Christian friends and family here. And, um, you know, this, this, these verses have really changed my life. But the one thing we really need to do is trust the Lord with it. Some of us here are dealing with sickness, um, diseases, and uh, some of us here are dealing with um, re relational issues, maybe marital, um, social, um, all kinds of things under the sun that we deal with here today. But God wants you to be transparent and honest about it and to trust him today with it. If we simply trust God and put all of that on him, God take care of it. I don't know better. Whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to mess it up. I want you to take care of it. And he's going to give you in return peace. 